Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Erica Eleniak's Perfect Nipples. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. All my life, Saturday morning cartoons, the best. For example, remember those two little shrimps coming in, riding seahorses, little chaps, little pistols, bang, 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 shooting over their shoulders, rescue that lobster from the Swedish cook. Funniest thing I ever saw in my life. Splendid work, by the way. Cue the theme song. Who are you? Are you an idiot? My name is Jordan Tate. What kind of babbling bullshit is this? I am an actress, okay? You didn't see anything, you didn't hear anything, and you don't remember anything. How many people on that job? Uh, I don't know, but it was full. What kind of babbling bullshit is this? Look, I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, okay? What kind of babbling... I was just gonna come... All right, I believe you. I'm just a cook. You wanna get killed? Goddamn cooks a seal? Get this fucker myself! Oh my god, we're gonna die. All right. 1992, we had an action military movie, Under Siege. Ah yes, Steven Seagal... His probably highest budget movie. Uh, he, he was coming off a whole bunch of famedom, and this could very well be the peak, or could be the start of the decline for under for uh, Steven E. Seagal. Die Hard on a battleship. Yeah, there is you it go. A battleship? It is a battleship. Yeah, the Missouri. One hundred percent. There is like a bunch of. I mean, like every year they make a Die Hard on a something, and. Uh, this is Die Hard on a Battleship. The second one is Die Hard on a Train. That's true. That's true. So uh, here we follow Casey Ryback. Who? What? That? That's a cool name, actually. Casey Ryback, and uh, he's a cook on a ship. And um, the Missouri is having a big celebration, and one of the executive officers goes a little bit crazy, and then there's some uh, rock and roll music, some blues, and then some murder, death, kill as uh, a team of terrorists i guess there's no other thing to call them american terrorists former cia operatives uh they take control of the ship and want to sell some nukes and casey ryback the cook ain't gonna have that oh and there's a playboy girl jumping out of a cake that's probably what you remember the most about this movie it's a big highlight um it it starts off a little slow i i, I did notice he doesn't kill anybody till like 22, 24 minutes into the movie. You know, I do like some of the character development. So it, it was it was not too bad, but there was still like some stuff that definitely could have been cut. Um, I don't know. It's not a long movie, so I think, no. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's okay. It's not it's not terrible. It's just you. It just seemed like they should have gotten to the action a little faster. Yeah, a little bit. Like the stuff with cue ball, show me a move, and a lot of the repeated, like showing yeah, how tight that kitchen yeah. crew is, and like none of the other kitchen guys are really. One of them is kind of featured later on, um, the guy who plays Chavez in the Tom Clancy movies. Um, yeah, you didn't need as much of that. There's a little too much of that. Like, like you really just needed them to like get kicked out of the kitchen when they were doing their jobs or whatever, and then he gets arrested for like refusing to shut down the kitchen or whatever it was yeah you didn't need you didn't need because you don't really see any of those other characters much later anyway steven seagal's also super bad with names because he calls everybody cue ball it seems like (laughs) the first five minutes of that movie that's two people's nicknames hey cue ball 
It's like he, he got a bunch of concussions in his previous service, and now he just stutters that off all the time. <laughs> what's his accent? What's his accent, guy? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but it's better than that other one. Yeah, the it's not, he's not trying to be did. as Brooklyn. Um, yeah. so, no, I think I don't think he's doing an accent in this movie. I think it's I think he he has an accent in real life, and I think that is what that is. Sure. He sounds like a Brooklyn guy trying to be like old man wise Asian. You know, that's yeah. what I think of you. Yes. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Like uh, a, throws I, his mustache. But then I, I have to say, of like all the Steven Seagal movies that, that I've seen recently, I hate him the least in this. He's actually decently likable. He does a good job of, of playing his character. And he's not actually... Well, he's a he used to be in the SEAL teams. Um, and he just punched out a commanding officer because he totally seems like that's the kind of guy you'd be. And he had to serve out the rest of his tour, the rest of his 20 years to get his pension um, as a cook. So he served under one of his like favorite commanding officer who has told nobody this backstory and just seems to be pulling along this cook with him everywhere he goes and no one's got a choice about it. So, I mean, like in terms of like a story setup, some of the scenes for the setup were, were a little bit like too much, but it, it wasn't overly too bad. And I, I dig the setup and I dig when the action starts going down. Um, the way they pull off this, this heist is, is not, it's a little unbelievable, but it's not the most unbelievable. The most unbelievable but, is that Busey doesn't know anything about Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like hasn't exactly heard a rumor. He's the executive officer, and he doesn't know why this guy keeps lagging him around everywhere and talking about his... Because he, he even says right in front of him. Yeah. He's like, if I had your... What do you call them? Ribbons? If I had your ribbons, I'd fucking wear them everywhere. Yeah. And Busey doesn't yeah, pick up true. on that. He's a top brass, this guy, and he's fucking that dense. Yeah. That part I don't like. I actually didn't notice that part. The thing that bothered, the only thing that really bothered me in the setup was was Busey's love of drag and his yeah. enthusiasm <laughs> for being in drag and his like dancing and and shit. Like it didn't seem to go with his character. He even he wore like panties. A, yeah. 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 I know it was, but it, but his behavior, in my opinion, didn't fit. Like if that 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 couldn't have been the way he was behaving like so much. It, you he know, was so into that that it would didn't make sense that that was just an act. Yeah, he actually did seem like it just seemed out of character for him to to behave that way and then be he behaved the way he did the rest of the movie. That was the only thing really in the beginning that jumped out to me as weird. Yeah. But the rest of it, I fine. I, see, I always end up thinking a couple of things here. Like, number one is absolutely nobody on that ship predicted that that would turn into a, a, a kidnapping bloodbath because I don't know if it made it any better that he dressed as a woman, but the fact that he was dressed in drag, like, threw everybody in the opposite direction of what was going to happen. So in that sense, it was really effective. But on the other That's hand, on the other hand, um, like you don't get to be uh, the executive officer of a ship like that without like coming up the chain, and it's a certain type of person who does that. And I, yeah. even with his bad like, reviews from the commander, I don't see someone being to that extreme. But you never like people. People have their shit, and he's like, if, fuck it. If he would have dressed and dragged the exact same outfit but just had a cigar in his mouth and just walked around and acted like himself and, like, maybe, like, made a joke or two about it. But he was, like, dancing around, bo like, boisterously and hugging people and rubbing. 
their face in his breath. Yeah. It, it was like so over the top and weird. It didn't, that was the thing that didn't make any sense to me. He got, he got so into it. And like, if, if he was just walking around and drag with just like for fun, for a funny joke, mm-hmm. but he seemed like kind of wanted to fuck the whole ship. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. Um, and I then, think maybe, maybe he was hiding something. Yeah. The repression. Yeah. But I mean, that would be the only explanation. I know, yeah. But I mean, you don't think about it ultimately too hard because it just it kind of moves the action along. You want to see Steven Seagal start murdering people, and it's it's just the thing that jumped out at me. Everything else, yeah. other than like a little bit too much setup, was fine. Yeah, and uh, I I do like Steven Seagal. Where do you think Seagal in this print? Um, he's like probably the most enjoyable that he gets. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like I didn't mind him. I find that he's really awkward in his movements and stuff. Like that scene where he was in the fucking little galley and his legs were up and he was shooting the Uzi between them. Like, yeah, it's fucking kind of weird. He just is kind of awkward when he occupies space sometimes. But as a as a person <laughs> and a personality, it's not the worst in this movie. I I do like him. Yeah, and I do cheer for him, which is more than I could say for the last thing we did. Yeah, seriously. So, so I, yeah, me too. That's what I mean. Is like, because he's supposed to be like not a very good person, from what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His ex-wife uh, Kelly LeBrock said he was a fucking monster, <laughs> and uh, and he um, he he comes off that way in a lot of his other movies. But I just feel like the script was simple enough that they didn't require him to do that much. And I, I actually really like the way he treats, what's her name? You said her name in the beginning, Erica. Heleniak. Heleniak. What's her name in the movie? Does anyone know? Uh, mm. We're just something Erica. Erica. something anyway. ambiguous. I Jordan. Like, I Jordan, like Jordan Tate. I, I like the way he treats Jordan when, when he first comes upon her and stuff. And he, uh, he's just all business. He, like, doesn't say very much. He just says what he needs to say. Yeah. Like, he... he, he except, the script was written... Except exactly for when he's... For, he's a professional. Yeah. Right? Except for when he's explaining... He's except for when he's planning, like, semi-automatic and fully automatic. That that shit's a little bit... I, I was like, shut the fuck Why? up, man. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I see what he's doing by explaining it to her, but... Like, she's not going to remember that shit if she's never held a gun before. So it just seems... Yeah. It, 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 that scene in particular seemed really condescending by him. He was already being mean enough to her. I thought he was being nice to her by doing that. He gave her a gun. He points a gun at her right from the beginning. She's <laughs> nude getting out of a cake, and he, a trained Navy SEAL, finds it necessary <laughs> to point a loaded gun at her. Yep. But that's I'd be like, saying is- who are you? Like, you've never seen a naked woman before, and it scared him. <laughs> I... I- I found that, though, that's what I'm saying is, I found that, how else would you play that? You could have played that a lot of different ways, but I like the way he plays it, because and he's playing it as, as if he knows nothing, who anybody is right now. He just got out of the thing. He doesn't know who she is. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. So he's going to treat everyone as hostile until he finds out that they're not. Yeah, because every every secret police agency brings a fucking topless cake dancer to distract the good uh, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they never. He can't get distracted at that point. Yeah, I'll tell you what he should have (laughs) done. Sex scene, real quick. Get them, get that out of the way in the movie. Doesn't have it. Then, pow, save the day. 
Yeah. Well, I, it's not I like Tommy I Lee Jones uh, drugged her. Like she just she he gave her the pills. She just took way too many. So like they I, I they it, legit forgot about her. Joke. I said a joke to John though. Like he's so professional from his training that he cannot get an erection until his job was done. <laughs> and then as soon as as soon as he takes back the ship, he grabs her and fucking makes out with her in front of everybody. Cause cause all of a sudden he gets wood. Because now the mission is over and his blood, his heart rate goes back to normal and his blood can go into his penis. And he just grabs her in front of Pewball and everybody. Yeah. And so he he allows himself to feel again? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's kind of how I read it. And I was fine with that. That was my interpretation. (laughs) I'm fine with a superhero that controls his boners while he's saving the day and then right afterwards unleashes them on the world. That's Yeah, even I just thought that it was inappropriate the way what he did. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like he had no idea how she felt about him. There is no indication that she was into him. Um. Yeah. So. So really, uh, I, I think um, when she's like following him around very closely and trying to stick with him, maybe that's like, you know, she wants to be protected by him. So whether that's attraction or like Again. father issues or whatever, <laughs> not issues. It's definitely, but like, it's definitely not consent. He's that's like at least not. twice as I, old I, as her in this, right? I just. I just thought she was being smart. Like he was killing <laughs> fucking, he was killing fucking everybody. She that was is the smartest smart. person. Okay, she was the smartest person on the ship. <laughs> so I, I when I when when the killing. So for the first killings that we get are the the terrorists with the the ship guys as they take everybody hostage and start to lure them away. And there's some pretty brutal scenes where one guy tries to tr- tries to pick on the biggest black guy in the room, which is never never the right move. Um, but he tries to grab his gun and then ends up getting shot shot for his troubles and then the man next to him gets shot and Tommy Lee Jones is like all business about it. Um, how'd they get Tommy Lee Jones for this movie, by the way? Um, I mean, he might have been in a dead spot. He just did The Fugitive with this director. Oh, that's true. That's probably how then. Yeah. So they might there might be a relationship. Hmm. Um. I I like all of the I like all of the I like their plan. I think their plan makes sense. Their motive of what they want to do. I'm, I mean, it's a it's a it's a little tongue in cheek and jokey where they're trying that they're bargaining on the telephone or whatever. You got to feel and, that they uh, would have sent something to sink them though. Yeah, like attack from the air. I I don't. Yeah, you got to think they would have pulled their shit together a little quicker, but. Um, Why did they send a sub? I don't know. I think I might have taken time. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And any, um, anything by uh, air. The only thing I didn't like about the uh, the Pentagon war room, whatever, was first of all, they this thing's been taken <laughs> control, and they still hadn't woke up the president yet. I thought that was weird. They're like, okay, well now we should wake him up. It was like, what? You haven't waken him up yet? Are you crazy? Like. <laughs> He, he would, he doesn't. He, I would be pissed if I was the president and had gotten this far and they had not woken me up. Yet. <laughs> One of our most like, famous shit. battleships was taken hostage. What? <laughs> yeah, like the president probably wanted to know that earlier. And yeah, then, and there's uh, the nukes in jeopardy, was, right? It's a broken arrow situation. Yeah, yeah. And then the second thing was uh, there is a CIA agent and then he smoked cigarettes or whatever and he talked. Uh, I hate and that like, guy. Bent. What was Tommy Lee Jones' name? Stanek. Stanek is one of our best agents. And, uh, this is what he does. He to take him out. His area of specialty is taking boats. 
they tried to make him into like a villain or whatever. Yeah. And uh, like, and for some, and it goes nowhere. But we already have two villains. We already have two villains on the ship. But see, Jones and I was why do we need a third villain in the Pentagon? I know. That didn't make I, any sense. I was thinking about this because you need to establish Stranix's like level of seniority as a as a counterterrorism operative, whatever the hell he was. And the best way to do that is by having him interact with someone superior. I just I don't know. Maybe it's the actor they chose and the way that guy played it. I didn't like the it cigarettes the and the smarminess. I guess the dialogue too. He's like so nonchalant. Okay. Maybe that's what they're okay. actually like. It's just he. I didn't like him, and 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 I just you know. Is there another way they could have explained Stranix's backstory without having that guy in the room and then walking out at the end like he's somehow been essential in the victory of the situation when it was all no, Ryback? No, because no, because there is something that happened in the room where he was whispering to somebody that they're going to blame it on Ryback if it goes bad. We'll just blame oh, it on yeah. the cook or whatever. Yeah. That's the shit you take out. I didn't mind the other stuff oh. where they're talking about how they tried to kill him and stuff. I just don't like how they were like, he was whispering like he, like he was some kind of a villain where he was against Seagal or you didn't need any of that shit. Like it did, he didn't need to be you didn't need the what it didn't it didn't do anything for the movie. So why why were they showing it? Yeah, it making sense to me. Yeah, and why was he mad when they were successful? He seemed all pissed off. That was stupid too. Mm-hmm. It was just that that I would have taken out, and you could have probably simply just edited that out. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have been. Yeah, hard. no way. You don't need that at all. You don't need that at all. No, I love the uh, the team of military personnel at the giant table. I'd love to have a room like that, wouldn't you guys? A big round table like that with every seat filled and other people behind you coming in and handing you papers and you got speakers and you're doing this all... I'm doing the cut the throat situation for turn off the audio. Like, that room is pretty cool. Um, But a lot of the military people that they use in this are like seasoned military background people from other movies. So your lieutenant commander and all that. Those guys are all solid for what they're doing. Like, everyone's delivery. It's just that CAA guy I don't like, but whatever. They're all so fucking stupid. They don't help at all. No. And at the end, they're all going, good job, good job, pointing at each other. They should all get up and, like, wipe their brow and be like, whoa, can you fucking believe that work? Get up. Yeah. 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 Um, it's crazy to me. It is a little bit. Part, it, actually. Yeah. So, but, I mean, let's get to what everybody watches this movie for, and it's Steven Seagal assassinating people. And, um, like, from the moment that they lock Ryback in the freezer and then they come down to relieve whatever dude and they shoot that 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 marine in the back. I hate that scene. Those guys are so mean shooting that poor guy in the back. He just just he was weak and Yeah, that was bullshit. So, then I was really happy when Ryback absolutely fucking manhandled those guys. Yeah. Um so the variety of death methods in this is is impressive. Um Yeah, that's true. Yep, we got lots of shooting. We got people blowing up from like microwave bombs. Um, so here's the thing: there were a few of his uh, death methods that um, really struck me this time as being clever, and I didn't understand the tricks when I when I was younger. And then as as I was watching the movie later on, uh, I was probably just not paying attention. But whatever uh, combination of stuff he makes and puts in the microwave. He sets the microwave timer and then turns the power to the room off so that when the guys turn the power on, he's got about a 10-second timer from there. So that's actually a really smart bomb. And then later how on... The timer, how would they remember the timer with the microwave turns off? No. The microwave doesn't just start again. 
No, but or is it the, no, the, it's, the twist it's, time it's, it's, yeah. Right, right. So he turns. You're right, you're yeah. Right. So I thought that was neat. And then later on, when he's um, putting the grenade under the can of kerosene with the with the uh, by the helicopter, he hits the kerosene so that it's not only spreading flammable liquid, but it it weighs something with the with the liquid in the can. So as it gets lighter, then it'll get the the safety latch off the grenade. So it it's essentially setting himself up with like an extra five or six seconds on that grenade. So that was really cool yeah. to watch closely as well. About the only shit I you know, don't I don't like of the way he goes nuts is when they're fighting down the hallway to shot to shut the water off to the to the forecastle, and uh, he has the two uh, Mac tens or Mac elevens. I couldn't tell exactly what they were firing like cross wristed like that and like killing guys on either side. That was a little bit much for me. Like no Navy like trains that. like that. It's cool. I guess it's cool, but. Like he was, he, yeah, he should have been like straightforward because he like rips a guy's throat out, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, he like knees yeah. a guy in the nuts and thereby pushes his upper body, his shoulder into like a bandsaw, cutting deeply. <laughs> Drops yeah. like a metal metal uh, uh, framework. I don't know what you call those big metal rods that they were welding in. Drops one of those on a guy and it goes right through him. There's all it manner of that guy's body and through the bottom of the floor. Yeah, that was crazy. I, I thought that was cheesy because it was hanging right above him, like, and all he had to do was pull. It was like such a dangerous thing that they left there. Yeah. Because all he had to do was just gently pull the rope, and it came down. But when it went through him and came spikes through the floor, I was like, okay, well, it was cool anyway. Yeah. So like, he can forgive some of those things. Yeah. I, I forgive. I forgive all the gun action. I really enjoyed it. it yeah. It, uh, it doesn't go too crazy for like breaking my gun rules like the, the gun realism is fairly good um like he gets pretty badly wounded by that when he's trying to lay the bomb on the sub and they send that those hooks after him which is also a cool like a cool enemy weapon is hooks on ropes uh but they gouge him pretty bad and like that wound doesn't seem to bother him once he gets patched up but that would be <laughs> that would be a massive massive wound oh yeah no, he would never have been the same no no, that's very bad. So yeah, once he starts kicking ass, and then like there's always the chance that having his tag along partner be the you know the hot blonde, like gets in the way and does all that shit. But she doesn't really bother me either. I I don't know. I, I like it does. I don't love that she's kills um, Colin. What's his name? Um, that actor, the uh, the last guy who who was gonna shoot Casey on the d- bridge of the boat, and she steps up behind him and shoots well, him in the, the back. The yeah. Busey. No, not Busey. Yeah, no. Busey. No. Busey's the dress. No, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, oh, clearly. Yeah, no, after after Ryback lays the bomb on the sub, he gets back up in the boat, and then that the guy with the accent, I forget his name, for God's sake, he's like, oh, we would have been nice to have you on our side, Ryback. <laughs> and then, oh, it was just another, there's too many bad guys. It, me up. But I know I that guy. You forgot that guy was in there. I know, yeah. He's like from like Star Trek and a bunch of other stuff. Get him to the Greek. I can't. I, I, it sucks. I can't remember his name because I, I who like kills, him a lot. Who kills Dress Guy then again? Gary Busey gets killed by. He's in the submarine when the it gets hit by the shell. So uh, they, they all I kill like him. That. I like that too. I love the shells uh, shooting. I like. I love this procedure of them loading the gunpowder and all that stuff was. Was once again that kind of stuff like you, I because I don't know how that works, but like when you 
they get you get to see that and then they fire that gigantic fucking cannon. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I like that a lot. So D- Dan Carlin is a, a podcaster and he's he does a show called Hardcore History which is awesome and um uh the one he had Date with Destiny I think it was called whatever it is about um the ships from World War 1 the ship battles. Um so he talked about what these guns on like being on deck for these guns would be like and it would It'd probably be worse than what ended up happening to Tommy Lee Jones when they fire next to you. <laughs> it would like implode. You would just probably disintegrate. Anyway, little plug for Dan Carlin because he needs more viewers or listeners. Um, uh, but yeah, I love all that stuff too. I think that's cool. Like the, the whole sub thing. I, I don't know. Carving the rails like they're doing, I guess, makes sense. I don't logistically know why. I guess they keep yeah. the missiles in the opposite part of the ship from where they're going to hook up to the sub and therefore needed to put in this complicated rail system, which you never see them using. And Casey kills most of the air engineer guys anyway as they're like 80% complete. So I don't know how that did anything other than require to have a few different skill sets on the boat. Which brings me to another point is these guys have terrorists in their group that play music, that do uh, welding and iron work. <laughs> Um, that can like sail boats and operate complicated radar type machinery um, that cross dress. So this is a pretty <laughs> robust group of people they've got. Like they must have fifty people that come and, and they like. Uh, yes, you would plan for this. This would be your last job ever. But come on, <laughs> it seems pretty complicated plan to like. So you guys over the next eight months, we have to become a good rock band. So that's our job. You guys have to learn how to spot weld. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have to learn how to drive a sub. Let's do it. All while we have regular yeah, jobs. It's totally <laughs> true. I mean, like, that did seem weird. Yeah, a little I mean, bit. Like, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys in the force, so they might be obvious. I guess, yeah. Maybe they had just such a large pool of men. They're like, need people who like to kill uh, and can <laughs> <Yeah>. weld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to play the harmonica. Yeah, the bass guitar like and is like an ex Navy SEAL bass guitar. <laughs> <laughs> we want you. <laughs> so, that's a, we want you. I also found that some of those guys that came on the ship that were terrorists were a bit unprofessional. And I didn't buy. So, for instance, uh, when that guy who's guarding Ryback, they come, they come and they they get his gun or whatever, and then they. They tell him to get down on his knees or whatever, and then he tells them where Ryback is. One of them would shoot him once in the head, and then maybe double tap him. They like unloaded half a clip each into his fucking back. No one who's a professional, no one who's like been trained in the military, is special forces, is gonna waste a half fucking clip on a guy on his knees. Never mind two of them. Yeah, no. Plus the noise, plus yeah. the noise and everything. Yeah. They would have fucking shot him in the back and then two in the head. Yeah. Like they, a bunch, there's a bunch of that I noticed where these guys didn't seem like professionals. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. But I was fine with it because he fucking kills him anyway and in, in fabulous fashion. Yeah. Like he, I love when he throws the, the cooking knife into that guy's neck. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and then I like it when people also think they can fight him. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then he does well, it. He like, backs oh up and he does his wavy arm thing like this, waiting for them to come at him. And then he like yeah. clotheslines them to the ground and then karate chops their throat and to kill them. Like he does a guy exactly like that. 
I, just, I don't know, like, his, his martial art might be a bullshit martial art, but for the movies, it looks fucking amazing, and, and he does it in this movie really well. And it's not it's not overly so. This isn't, like, a kung fu movie. It's just he rolls it into his repertoire of, like, weapons. He fights hand-to-hand. He fights with knives. He, like, takes on room, like, four guys at a time and just fucking demolishes people, like... To the point where he has this look on his face, like, what? Pushes them to the ground. Next guy, blah, 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 killed him. Blood, no, what are you doing now? Now, let's go, let's go. Uh, it's nuts. It's it's some of the, it's like really, really slick action. And it was just really yeah. surprising. Um, really surprising that it was put together in this, like, story that flows. And it's fast-paced. And the characters are weird, but strangely believable. Um, I think at the very end, I think it went on like a minute or two too long for me. Like, all I wanted to see was Casey celebrating with um, the the tight crew of people who ended up doing the the, the rest you of the all. rescue. Yeah, maybe let the men out, but like you for the all. most part, for the most part, like he he could have kissed Jordan in front of just that tight group of people and be like, "Let's go let the guys out," and then they'd be going to do it, and it would like fade back off the ship and go. But then it's got to have, like, the, the funeral for the captain who we forgot existed. Um, and then yeah. m- more stuff with the crew and, like, oh, check this OQ ball. Like, everyone would just be on the entire ship would be standing in a giant semicircle around him as he made out with this Playboy model because he saved the day. I don't know. I didn't need any of that shit. Um, so it was a little a little on too long at the end. But, again, we're only talking, like, an hour 40 movie. So... It's fine. Absolutely fine. It was so strange. Like, I just wouldn't have expected it. None of the cliches work against this movie. Like, none of the typical cliches uh, end up hurting this movie. It's just all believable enough. Yeah. Yeah. Santos, did you feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I hate a lot of these movies nowadays, and I enjoyed this. You want to call Tried it? Tried that rewatch on a lot of us. Yeah, I'll call it. Uh, I think for what this is, it holds up for me. It's a, it's a good enough movie. I mean, surprisingly. How, how did this happen? It's, yeah, I don't know. It's um, <laughs> it's sad because I don't like Seagal. Yeah. And so the fact that this is what held up for me saddens me. What's weird, too, is the other, other movies we've been watching are the actor. So... I always see Seagal as like a B or even a C or even a D kind of list action actor. He was never Schwarzenegger. He was never a Stallone. He never had the box office of those guys. Uh, he was like right? B plus when this came out, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, and that's fine. But like looking at like the movies we've been watching with Van Damme, Seagal, Schwarzenegger, Stallone. Like those guys are all much bigger than Seagal. Uh, they they made more movies. They made their movies made more money. That those movies were like some of the biggest box office movies of the summer that are in the history at the time. Yeah. And uh, somehow this holds up, and those don't. I know. It's really like, weird. If I think of something like Eraser, like uh, Ernie's Eraser, I'm pretty sure that movie's a piece of dog shit. Um, and, and to, like, think that this movie, like, would hold up an eraser, which I wonder how much eraser made. Yeah, it's surprising. It's, it's, it's because of the script. They had a good script. The script was good. The script was 
There wasn't too much fucking around in it. It was just straightforward script about. I mean, they also got a lot of good actors, though. Yeah, and the production, the, the production did. value too. This movie is no joke. Yeah, the production's great. It looks great. Like, I buy it. I thought about their use of real George Bush as very interesting too. A lot of a lot of movies put the fake president in. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they have Bush in there is a little bit more immersive. Yeah. Yeah, it just gives it that oh, little bit no, more totally. realism. It sets the stage for where we are, right? It, it puts it at a point in history. In it's, there. The, it's the real battleship. The real like it's a. It feels like a real place. Yeah, it does. But if you but if you take if you take this versus Total Recall, Total Recall had tons of big actors in it: Michael Ironside, Sharon Stone. That's had true. A huge, had a huge budget. Fucking big budget. Yeah, that movie it takes like, more risks though. Oliver Hoven. You have Quato yeah, in that movie. You have this weird <laughs> Mars world. You have all these mutant people. Like that movie is meant to be a weird, silly kind of uh, dystopian future, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, but the script is the script is awful. As we talked about when we did it, it made no sense. None of it totally. made any sense. No one, no one's motivations <laughs> made any sense. But Why it they totally doing put what they were doing didn't make any sense. So no, I know. I'm just saying that those things, well. those things, I think are more evaluated because the world is already confusing. Like you throw three tits on Erica uh, Elniak, El- Elniak, yeah, um, yeah. and instantly this movie gets uh, like a little bit more questionable. <laughs> so it's funny that you say that because I, I, she, her, I. <laughs> Her jumping out of the cake, <laughs> I remember seeing that for the first time. So, like, her body <laughs> is ridiculous. Like, it is, it's ridiculous. Like, I've, I've, I've never seen anything like it. It's it was still the very early days of implants. So, but there was a, today, there's a whole different mechanic behind these. I'm just saying you look at the, I mean, the shit we've seen on the internet today and stuff, and that still is impressive. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's yeah, no, she's, she's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not great, not a great actor, but once again, they use her sparingly enough. She did a good enough job. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, you it, the writing, it always comes down to the writing. They never made her and his relationship a big deal. They never had these scenes, and maybe they wrote them, but they didn't put them in the edit where they like where they bonded or said how much they liked each other. There was this nice scene where she kind of bandaged him up and stuff and was taking care of him, but that was it. Yeah. And there was like no dialogue, I don't think. They have like, okay they were, chemistry. Yeah, yeah they it's, did have it's good, good enough. Chemistry. It's good enough, yeah. But but that's what I'm saying is they had the chemistry there, but they didn't ruin the chemistry by having them have to say, have to say things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they didn't have to talk about it. You just had the chemistry and it was there. Yeah. But they didn't have to be like, you know, I really, I'm really starting to care for you or some <laughs> terrible dialogue. They didn't, they didn't have to do it. Yeah. Well, I, I think it was great. Um, I, I was really impressed. I was blown away by how good this still was. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've been watching a lot of movies I loved recently, and this wasn't that high on my list. 
Yeah, we kind of put this one off for a little bit. Um, I, I don't I know. just wasn't that high on my high, high on my list of this time period action movies. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it when I saw it when I was younger. I yep. saw it more than once. I saw it two or three times. But yeah, this just was never high on my list compared to a lot of the other movies I saw at the same time uh, with bigger name actors. So yeah. it's just surprising to me that that uh, this one still is good. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just subtle and simple. <laughs> and uh, and when they do, whenever they do try and do stuff that's not, that's stuff's the stuff that sucks. Like that guy from the CIA who's like against Dryback and trying to use him, deciding that if things go bad, he's going to pin it on him. Like that shit was all bad. Or um, there's a couple other things like that too. Um there's some stuff between Tommy Lee Jones and uh, and uh, Gary Busey that was a little bit weak and stuff. But once again, it never ruins the movie. And every time Ryback goes out to do something, he accomplishes something. Yeah. He goes out to turn off the water, and he turns off the fucking water. It's never a red herring. Yeah. It's never a waste of the audience's time. So if he wants to go, he goes and blows up the chopper so they can't use it to escape. He blows up the chopper. He wants to go fuck with the sub. He fucks with the sub. You know what I mean? And, like, they can't they can't go underneath the water. So, like, whenever he did stuff, he accomplished what he was doing. There's yeah. a lot of these action movies where the actors, the, the guys keep failing. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of pressure to, like, find out how you can bend and break the model that works so well. Um, and this one sticks right to it and it works extremely well. I, I don't know. It, it just, if, if you get this part right, then the other parts you need to get right are in the acting and in the action scenes and the choreography and all that stuff. And I don't know. Um, I'm guessing Colin, I don't think you said it, but you think it holds up. Yeah, I definitely think this one holds up. I think this is the only one so far we've watched that holds up. And I think it also dethrones, uh, your guys phase. Bloodsport, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm Wait, right. did you did you call it yet, Tron? I haven't yet. No, but I was just gonna say there's there's not too much more to add. I think it's pretty clear we like this one a lot. Um, the the typical pitfalls with the sidekick character and and you know too much action uh, in a in a confined space. But they they this is crazy variety. All the action scenes are good. They all make sense. He uses fun equipment. There's a little bit of humor, a little bit of dry humor, and and most importantly for me is that I don't hate Seagal in this. Um, he's just actually kind of charming, but still really badass, and I don't think about him too much more. Um, I, I don't know. I would always vote for when these movies wrap up just to maybe go with the platonic friendship where the guy's going to hook up with the playboy playmate that's half, half as young as him. But anyway, you got to have some icing on the cake. It's fun for the crowd. I get that. So why not? So yeah, this yeah, movie this movie holds up for sure. I would have done it in a different way. I don't know how, but yeah, I'm fine with it. That there's like a little bit of like maybe something off. I mean, it's not like that's what I'm saying is they don't set it up like they're gonna have a relationship. They set it up like maybe he's gonna get to bang her, and that is it. They don't. They don't, that's why it works. If in um, Running Man. If Arnold was just maybe going to get the opportunity to bang that that Spanish chick at the end of the movie, that'd be okay. But instead, they have this love music where they, like, walk, step towards each other, and then they look into each other's eyes, and then there's music playing, and then they kiss. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. This 
was not awful. This no. was just like he he just like kissed her in front of everybody. I was like, or whatever. He's like, oh, Casey did a fucker. <laughs> yeah, that as, was it. As soon as they went back inside, she'd be like, I did that for you just so you could have a story to tell. We're never hooking up. <laughs> and they, they, did, they did try and give him an arc of character, and they, it didn't work. But what his arc of character was is that when they were going to, they, they, they wanted him to get his dress uniform for the cap. What was it? The captain's birthday or something? What was, were they having his birthday party? Yeah. And they wanted him to get in his dress uniform, and he said no, and he didn't want to wear it. And um, they talked about how he kind of like, you know, like he at the beginning of the movie he doesn't, he's kind of pissed off at the military or whatever because he punches commanding officer or something, and so he's kind of disillusioned with it. But at the end of the movie, the reason why they show him at the funeral of the captain that he liked so much is because he's in his dress uniform saluting. Mm-hmm. So he's come back around to the military. So they even try to put a little bit of an arc of character in the movie. It doesn't really work that well, but you don't need it. Because it was really just about him kicking some fucking ass. So it's okay. Yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. You could have done that better. If, you, if they would have done that a little bit better, then that would have even made the movie better. But yeah. as it is, it's fine. Yeah, no, I agree. It's one of those ones where the 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 road the, the speed bumps don't ruin the movie or the experience at all, and it's, it's like good. I would watch this again. Yeah. How old is this movie? Ninety two. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's surprising. It's almost thirty. Almost. So 30. this is. So this is the only movie so far I've watched that I would ever watch again that we've been watching. Yeah, and I think it's pretty clear this this uh, takes over Bloodsport, which was a uh, a fun movie with some heart, total cheese, um, but with a real charming Van Dam. It just can't hold up to Under Siege. I wonder well, if Van Dam has another one out there that that could supersede this. Like Bloodsport was his first, and it's one of the ones I enjoyed most. But maybe he's got a maybe he's got a uh, Van Dam. I think all of Van Dams are bad. Yeah, I yeah, have to think so too. Uh, I think I think. We we could do uh, Under Siege too. We'll think we'll think about it. We got some others still coming up with uh, Cliffhanger and Demolition Man. So uh... we have cl- those two could make be possibilities too. Um, I'm not... And then we need to we needed to do one more Schwarzenegger, didn't we? Yeah. I um... know uh, because we we doing two. Were we just doing Were we doing Predator? Or is that, oh is yeah, that, I kind of want to do that, Predator a, now because I thought Predator would be too high caliber, but I'm thinking that might be Ernie's best. We, yeah, we should do Predator. I, I'm starting to think now, in my opinion, that the only two Arnold Schwarzenegger action movies that would hold up today in all the action movies that he did, and we'll have to look at how many because I'm sure the list is long and I'm not remembering them, but is... Terminator 2, which we already did and it held up. Yep. Uh, we did it long ago. I think it was with Paul, right? I can't remember. I can't remember. We yeah. did Terminator 2, and I think the only other Schwarzenegger movie that might hold up is Predator. Wow. And I'm, but I'm not sure. Wow. All right. Well, we All will, we will find out. Bad. I mean, like, yeah. Like, we got to think about how to do this because, like, we have like Stallone with things like Rocky and Rambo, which might still be highly regarded today. But 
those neither of those are necessarily like great action films they're both great dramas or maybe they're not great i don't know we gotta save those two i I, there's definitely more cheesy action movies from the 80s out there oh yeah oh yeah we'll find them stop or my mom will shoot oh good and, uh, an and on that note, um, that's it for now. Um, so, <laughs> Under Siege, surprising, surprising hold up. Uh, I, I'm excited to actually watch it again sometime in the near future. It's it's a good flick. I should have bought it. I had the option to buy it or rent it, and I thought I would never watch it again, so I fucking rented it. <laughs> nominated for two Oscars, but lost for sound. What? Yeah, for, nominated for sound. Um, so there you go. You know, how, how do you uh, how do you explain it? I don't know, but that's the way it is. So we hope you're all safe and healthy out there, folks. Uh, stay well, be well, and as always, enjoy your shit. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.